Welcome to the podcast all about music. This time we will enter the history of musicians segment where we will discuss one of the famous singer from Canada which is famous for the romantic pop music which is loved by many people around the world. She is Celine Dion, who does not know the singer who is famous for his song entitled The Power of Love My Heart Will Go On Because You Loved Me Etc. Next we will explain more about the biography of Celine Dion. Stay tuned with us in this episode. Celine Marie Claudette Dion is a Canadian singer. She is renowned for her powerful, technically skilled vocals, and remains the best-selling Canadian recording artist and one of the best-selling artists of all time with record sales of over 200 million copies worldwide. Born into a large family from Charlemagne, Quebec, she emerged as a teen star in her home country with a series of French-language albums during the 1980s. She first gained international recognition by winning both the 1982 Yamaha World Popular Song Festival and the 1988 Eurovision Song Contest, where she represented Switzerland. After learning to speak English, she signed on to Epic Records in the United States. In 1990, Dion released her debut English-language album, Unison. Establishing herself as a viable pop artist in North America and other English-speaking areas of the world. During the 1990s, she achieved worldwide fame after releasing several best-selling English-language albums, such as Falling Into You, 1996 and Let's Talk About Love, 1997, which were both certified diamond in the U.S. She also scored a series of international number one hits, including The Power of Love, Think Twice Because You Loved Me, It's All Coming Back to Me Now, My Heart Will Go On, and I'm Your Angel. Dion continued releasing French albums between each English record, though 1995 became the best-selling French-language album of all time, while Sils Suffice Demer, 1998. Sansa Tondra 2012 and Encore en Soir 2016 were all certified diamond in France. During the 2000s, she built her reputation as a highly successful live performer with a new day. On the Las Vegas Strip 200,307, which remains the highest grossing concert residency of all time, as well as the Taking Chances World Tour 200,809. One of the highest grossing concert tours of all time. Dion's music has been influenced by genres ranging from rock and R&B to gospel and classical. Her recordings are mainly in French and English, although she also sings in Spanish, Italian, German, Latin, Japanese and Mandarin Chinese. While her releases have often received mixed critical reception, she is regarded as one of pop music's most influential vocalists. She has won five Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year and Record of the Year. Billboard named her the Queen of Adult Contemporary for having the most number one songs on the radio format for a female artist. She is the second best-selling female artist in the U.S. during the Nielsen Soundscan era. In 2003, she was honored by the International Federation of the Phonographic Industry IFPI, for selling over 50 million albums in Europe. Dion was born in Charlemagne, Quebec, 24 kilometers 15 miles northeast of Montreal, the youngest of 14 children of Therese Neytangate 19,272,020, a homemaker, and Ademar Dion 19,232,003, a butcher, both of French-Canadian descent. She was raised a Roman Catholic in Upport, but by her own account, happy home in Charlemagne. Music had always been a major part of the Dion family, and she was named after the song, Celine, which French singer Hugo Frey had recorded two years before her birth. On the 13th of August 1973, at the age of five, the young Celine made her first public appearance at her brother Michel's wedding, where she performed Christine Charbonneau's song, Du Fil des Agles et du Coton. She continued to perform with her siblings in her parents' small piano bar called Love Your Barrel, The Old Barrel. 
From an early age, she had dreamed of being a performer. In a 1994 interview with People magazine, she recalled, I missed my family and my home, but I don't regret having lost my adolescence. I had one dream, I wanted to be a singer. At age 12, she collaborated with her mother and her brother Jacques de Wright and composed her first song, C.E.N.A.T.A.I.T. Kun Rev, whose title translates as, It Was Only a Dream, or, Nothing But a Dream. Her brother Michel sent the recording to music manager René Angelio, whose name he discovered on the back of a Jeanette Reno album. Angelio was moved to tears by Dion's voice and decided to make her a star. In 1981, he mortgaged his home to fund her first record, La Voix de Bond You, which later became a local number one hit and made her an instant star in Quebec. Her popularity spread to other parts of the world when she competed in the 1982 Yamaha World Popular Song Festival in Tokyo, Japan, and won the Musician's Award for Top Performer as well as the Gold Medal for Best Song with Telemanje Idamore Portoy. By 1983, in addition to becoming the first Canadian artist to receive a gold record in France for the single De Moro You to Mediate of Love or of Friendship, Dion had also won several Felix Awards, including Best Female Performer and Discovery of the Year. Further success came when she represented Switzerland in the 1988 Eurovision Song Contest with the song Ne Partez Pas Sans Moi and won the contest by a close margin in Dublin, Ireland. At age 18, after seeing a Michael Jackson performance, Dion told Angelio that she wanted to be a star like Jackson. Though confident in her talent, Angelio realized that her image needed to be changed for her to be marketed worldwide. She receded from the spotlight for a number of months, during which she underwent dental surgery to improve her appearance and was sent to the Echo Berlitz in 1989 to polish her English. In 1989, during a concert on the Incognito Tourney, she injured her voice. She consulted the otorhinolaryngologist William Gould, who gave her an ultimatum, have immediate surgery on her vocal cords or do not utilize them at all for three weeks. Dion chose the latter and underwent vocal training with William Riley. Two years after she learned English, Dion made her debut into the Anglophone market with Unison, 1990. The lead single having originally been recorded by Laura Brannigan, she incorporated the help of many established musicians including Vito Luprano and Canadian producer David Foster. The album was largely influenced by 1980s soft rock music that quickly found a niche within the adult contemporary radio format. Unison also hit the right notes with critics. Jim Faber of Entertainment Weekly wrote that her vocals were tastefully unadorned and that she never attempted to bring off styles that are beyond her. Stephen Thomas' early wine of all music declared it a fine, sophisticated American debut. Singles from the album included If There Was Any Other Way, The Last To Know, Unison, and Where Does My Heart Beat Now, a mid-tempo soft rock ballad that made prominent use of the electric guitar. The latter became her first top 10 hit on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Peaking at number 4, in 1991, Dion was a featured soloist on Voices That Care, a tribute to American troops fighting in Operation Desert Storm. Her real international breakthrough came when she duetted with Peebo Bryson on the title track to Disney's animated film Beauty and the Beast, 1991. It became her first top 10 hit in the UK and her second top 10 hit in the US. The song earned its songwriters an Academy Award for Best Song and gave Dion her first Grammy Award for Best Pop Performance by a duo or group with vocal. Beauty and the Beast served as the lead single from her 1992 self-titled album, which, like her debut, had a strong pop rock influence combined with elements of soul and classical music. Owing to the success of the lead-off single and her collaborations with David Foster and Diane Warren, the album was even more well-received commercially than Unison. It was certified diamond in Canada and double platinum in the U.S. 
the album's second single, if you asked me to a cover of Patti LaBelle's song from the 1989 movie License to Kill, became her first number one single in Canada and peaked at number four on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Also during this time, Dion released the francophone album Dion Chante Plamondon. The album consisted mostly of covers but featured four new songs Demo Ki Sonnen, Je Danse Dance Ma Tet, Kalkun Kajem, Kalkun Kimem, and L'Amour Existe Encore. It was originally released in Canada and France during the 19,911,992 period. Then later received an international release in 1994, the first French Celine Dion album to do so. Un garçon pas comme les autres Ziggy became a smash hit in France reaching no. 2 and being certified gold. In Quebec the album was certified gold the day it was released. By 1992, Unison, Celine Dion, and numerous high-profile media appearances had propelled Dion to superstardom in North America. She had achieved one of her main objectives, wedging her way into the Anglophone market and achieving fame. However, while she was experiencing rising success in the US, her French fans in Canada criticized her for neglecting them. She would later rebuff these criticisms at the 1991 Felix Awards show, where, after winning English Artist of the Year, she openly refused to accept the award. She asserted that she was and would always be French, not an English artist. Apart from her commercial success, there were also changes in her personal life, as Angaliel, who was 26 years her senior, transitioned from manager to lover. However, the relationship was kept a secret as they both feared that the public would find their relations inappropriate. In 1993, Diana announced her feelings for her manager by declaring him the color of her love in the dedication section of her third English-language album The Color of My Love. However, instead of criticizing their relationship as she had feared, fans embraced the couple. Eventually, Angaliel and Dion married in an extravagant wedding ceremony in December 1994, which was broadcast live on Canadian television. As with most of her catalog, The Color of My Love had overriding themes of love and romance. It became her most successful record up to that point, selling more than 6 million copies in the US, 2 million in Canada, and peaking at number one in many countries. The album also spawned Dion's first U.S., Canadian, and Australian No. One single, The Power of Love, a remake of Jennifer Rush's 1985 hit, which would become her signature hit until she reached new career heights in the late 1990s. single, When I Fall in Love, a duet with Clive Griffin, achieved moderate success on the U.S. and Canadian charts and was nominated for two Grammy Awards winning one. The Color of My Love also became Dion's first major hit in Europe, particularly in the United Kingdom. Both the album and the single, Think Twice, simultaneously occupied the top of the British charts for five consecutive weeks. Think Twice, which remained at number one for seven weeks eventually became the fourth single by a female artist to sell in excess of one million copies in the UK while the album was eventually certified five times platinum for two million copies sold. Dion kept to her French roots and continued to release many francophone recordings between each English record. Generally, they achieved more credibility than her English language works. She released A Olympia, a live album that was recorded during one of her concerts at the Paris Olympia in 1994. It had one promotional single, a live version of Calling You, which peaked at 75 on the French singles chart. She also recorded a bilingual version of Petite Papa Noel with Alvin and the Chipmunks for the 1994 holiday album A Very Merry Chipmunk. Doe, also known as the French album in the United States, was released in 1995, and it would go on to become the best-selling French-language album of all time. 
The album was mostly written and produced by Jean-Jacques Goldman and amassed huge success with the singles Pour K2 Mem Encore and Je Sais Pas. Pour K2 Mem Encore reached no one in France and stayed at the top position for 12 weeks. It was later certified platinum in France. The single reached the top 10 in the UK and Ireland, a rare accomplishment for a French song. The second single off the album, Je Sais Pas, reached number one on the French singles chart as well and was certified silver there. These songs later became If That's What It Takes and I Don't Know on her next English album Falling Into You. During the mid-1990s and onward, Dion's albums were generally constructed on the basis of melodramatic soft rock ballads with sprinklings of up-tempo pop and rare forays into other genres. She collaborated with many renowned writers and producers such as Jim Steinman and David Foster, who helped her to develop a signature sound. While critical reviews fluctuated, her releases performed increasingly well on the international charts, and in 1996, she won the World Music Award for World Best Selling Female Recording Artist of the Year for the third time. By the mid-1990s, she had established herself as one of the best-selling artists in the world. Falling Into You, 1996, Dion's fourth English-language album, presented the singer at the height of her popularity and showed the further progression of her music. In an attempt to reach a wider audience, the album combined many elements, such as complex orchestral sounds, African chanting, and elaborate musical effects. Additionally, instruments like the violin, Spanish guitar, trombone, the cavaquinho, and saxophone created a new sound. The singles encompassed a variety of musical styles. The title track, Falling Into You, and River Deep Mountain High, a Tina Turner cover, made prominent use of percussion instruments. It's All Coming Back to Me Now, produced by its writer Jim Steinman, and a remake of Eric Carmen's All By Myself, maintained a soft rock atmosphere combined with the classical sound of the piano. And the number one single, Because You Loved Me, which was written by Diane Warren, was a pop ballad that served as the theme to the 1996 film Up Close and Personal. Falling Into You garnered career best reviews for Dion. While Dan Leroy wrote that it was not very different from her previous work. And Stephen Holden of the New York Times and Natalie Nichols of the Los Angeles Times wrote that the album was formulaic. Other critics, such as Chuck Eddy of Entertainment Weekly, Stephen Thomas Earlywine of All Music, and Daniel Dirchholz lavished the album as compelling, passionate, stylish, elegant, and remarkably well-crafted. Falling Into You became Dion's most critically and commercially successful album. It topped the charts in many countries and became one of the best-selling albums of all time. In 2013, CBC Music ranked Falling Into You 33rd in their list of the 100 greatest Canadian albums ever. In the United States the album reached number one and was later certified 11 times platinum for over 11 million copies shipped. In Canada, the album was certified diamond for over 1 million copies shipped. The IFPI certified Falling Into You 9 times platinum, an accolade that has been given to only two other albums in history, with one of the two being Dion's own album, Let's Talk About Love. The album also won Grammy Awards for Best Pop Album in the Academy's Highest Honor. Album of the Year, Dion was asked to perform The Power of the Dream at the opening ceremony of the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games. In March 1996, she launched a Falling Into You tour in support of her new album, performing concerts around the world for over a year. She followed Falling Into You with Let's Talk About Love 1997, which was publicized as its sequel. The recording process took place in London, New York City, and Los Angeles, and featured a host of special guests such as Barbara Streisand on Tellum, the Bee Gees on Immortality, and tenor Luciano Pavarotti on I Hate You Then I Love You. Other musicians included Carole King, Sir George Martin, Brian Adams and Jamaican singer Diana King. 
who added a reggae tinge to treat her like a lady. Let's Talk About Love was another major success, reaching number one all over the world, attaining platinum status in 24 sales territories, and becoming the fastest selling album of her career. In the United States the album topped the chart in its seventh week of release and was later certified 10 times platinum in the US for over 10 million copies shipped. In Canada, the album sold 230,212 copies in its first week of release which remains a record. It was eventually certified diamond in Canada for over 1 million copies shipped. The most successful single from the album was the classically influenced ballad My Heart Will Go On, which was written and composed by James Horner and Will Jennings and produced by Horner and Walter Afanasieff, serving as the love theme for the 1997 blockbuster film Titanic. The song topped the charts across the world and became Beyond's signature song. Horner and Jennings won the Academy Award and Golden Globe for Best Original Song while Dionne herself garnered two Grammy Awards for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance in the most coveted record of the year, the song itself won four awards. But two were presented to the songwriters. My Heart Will Go On and Think Twice made her the only female artist in the UK to have two singles to sell more than a million copies. In support of her album, she embarked on the Let's Talk About Love tour between 1998 and 1999. Dion ended the 1990s with three more extremely successful albums. The Christmas album These Are Special Times, 1998, the French-language album, Sail Suffice Demer, and the compilation album All The Way. A decade of song, 1999, on These Are Special Times. She co-wrote the song Don't Save It All For Christmas Day, along with Rick Wake and Peter Zizzo. The album was her most classically influenced yet with orchestral arrangements found on virtually every track. The album featured the single I'm Your Angel, a duet with R. Kelly, which became her fourth U.S. number one single, and a smash hit across the world. The album's second single, The Prior, a duet with Andrea Bocelli, served as the soundtrack of the 1998 film Quest for Camelot and won a Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song. All the way, a decade of song drew together her most successful hits coupled with seven new songs including the lead-off single, That's the Way It Is, a cover of Roberta Flack's The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face, and All the Way, a duet with Frank Sinatra. All the Way became one of the best-selling compilation albums of all time, reaching no one in the United States for three weeks. The album was later certified 7x Platinum in the US for 7 million copies shipped. It also topped the charts in the UK, Canada, and Australia. Her last French-language studio album of the 1990s, Sale Suffice Demerve, was very successful as well, topping the charts in every major French-speaking country, including France, Switzerland, the Wallonia region of Belgium, and Canada. In France, the album was certified diamond, selling 1.5 million copies. By the end of the 1990s, Dion had sold more than 100 million albums worldwide and had won a slew of industry awards. Her status as one of the music industry's biggest pop divas was further solidified when she was asked to perform on VH1's Divas Live special in 1998. With superstars Aretha Franklin, Gloria Estefan, Shania Twain, and Mariah Carey. That year, she also received two of the highest Canadian honors. Officer of the Order of Canada for Outstanding Contribution to the World of Contemporary Music and Officer of the National Order of Quebec. A year later, she was inducted into the Canadian Broadcast Hall of Fame and was honored with a star on Canada's Walk of Fame. Starting from the mid-1990s, the pop-rock influence that was more noticeable in her earlier releases was replaced by a more mature feel. Additionally, the recurring theme of love dominated most of her releases, which led to some critics dismissing her music as banal. Other critics like Elisa Gardner and Jose F. Promise praised her voice during this period, describing it as technical marvel. 
Steve Dollar, in his review of these are special times, opined that Dion was vocal Olympian for whom there ain't no mountain or scale high enough. After releasing and promoting 13 albums during the 1990s, Dion stated that she needed to settle down and announced on her latest album All The Way. A decade of song, that she needed to take a step back from the spotlight and enjoy life. Angaliel's diagnosis with esophageal cancer also prompted her to hiatus. While on break, she was unable to escape the spotlight. In 2000, the National Enquirer published a false story about the singer. Brandishing a picture of Dion and her husband, the magazine misquoted her, printing the headline. Celine, I'm pregnant with twins. She later sued the magazine for more than $20 million. The editors of the Enquirer printed an apology and a full retraction to her in the next issue and donated money to the American Cancer Society in honor of her and her husband. A year after the incident, after undergoing fertility treatments, she gave birth to a son, Rene Charles Dion Angaliel. On the 25th of January 2001, in Florida, following the 11th of September attacks, Dion returned to the music scene and in a televised performance sang God Bless America at the benefit concert America. A tribute to heroes, Chuck Taylor of Billboard wrote the performance brings to mind what has made her one of the celebrated vocalists of our time. The ability to render emotion that shakes the soul, affecting, meaningful, and filled with grace. This is a musical reflection to share with all of us still searching for ways to cope. She performed it again in 2003 during pre-game festivities for Super Bowl 37 in San Diego. In December 2001, she published her autobiography My Story, My Dream which chronicled her rags-to-riches story. Dion ended her three-year sabbatical from the music industry with the aptly titled album A New Day Has Come, released in March 2002. The album was her most personal yet, with songs focusing on her motherhood and maturation as a woman such as A New Day Has Come and Goodbyes, The Saddest Word. She stated, becoming a mother makes you a grown-up. She stated, a new day has come, for Renee, for me, is the baby. It has everything to do with the baby. That song, a new day has come, represents very well the mood I'm feeling right now. It represents the whole album. A new day has come debuted at number one in more than 17 countries, including the United Kingdom and Canada. In the United States, the album debuted at No. One on the Billboard 200, with first week sales of 527,000 copies marking her first number one debut on the chart, as well as the highest debut sales week of her career in the U.S. It was eventually certified three times platinum in the United States and six times platinum in Canada. While the album was commercially successful, critical reviews suggested that it was forgettable and the lyrics were lifeless. Both Rob Sheffield of Rolling Stone magazine and Ken Tucker of Entertainment Weekly stated that Dion's music had not developed much during her break and classed her material as trite and mediocre. Sal Cinquemani of Slant magazine called the album a lengthy collection of drippy, gooey pop fluffer nutter. The first single off the album, A New Day Has Come, peaked at number 22 on the Billboard Hot 100 charts being an airplay-only release on the hot adult contemporary tracks. However, the song spent 21 consecutive weeks at number one, breaking the record for the longest span at the top. The previous record holders were Phil Collins' You'll Be In My Heart and Dion's Own Because You Love Me, both of which lasted 19 weeks at number one. The album's next single, I'm Alive was featured on the soundtrack for Stuart Little 2, 2002, and was ranked number 2 on the European Hot 100 singles and number 6 on the Hot Adult Contemporary Tracks in the United States. During 2002, she performed for many benefit concerts, including her second appearance on VH1 Divas Live, a concert to benefit the VH1 Save the Music Foundation, alongside Cher, Anastasia, Dixie Chicks, Mary J. Blige, Whitney Houston, Cindy Lauper, Shakira, and Stevie Nicks.
in conjunction with an endorsement deal with Chrysler, she released One Heart 2003, an album that represented her appreciation for life. The album largely consisted of pop and dance music a deviation from the soaring, melodramatic ballads for which she had been known. Although the album achieved moderate success, One Heart was met with mixed criticism and words such as predictable and banal appeared even in the most lenient reviews. A cover of the 1989 Cindy Lauper hit I Drove All Night released to launch her advertising campaign with Chrysler, incorporated elements of dance pop and rock and roll. The advertising deal was met with criticism, with some stating that Dion was trying to cater to her sponsors. After One Heart, she released her next English-language studio album, Miracle 2004. Miracle was a multimedia project conceived by Dion and Australian photographer Anne Geddes and had a theme centering on babies and motherhood. The album was filled with lullabies and other songs of maternal love and inspiration, including covers of Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World and John Lennon's Beautiful Boy. The reviews for Miracle were mixed. Stephen Thomas Earlywine of AllMusic.com gave the album three of out five stars, stating, The worst you can say about the record is that there are no surprises. But the audience for this record doesn't want surprises, they want comfort, whether it arrives in polished music or artsy photos of newborns, and Miracle provides both. Which makes it appealing for those expectant or new mothers in Dion's audience. Chuck Taylor of Billboard magazine wrote that the single, Beautiful Boy, was an unexpected jump and called Dion a timeless, enormously versatile artist Chuck Arnold of People magazine, however, labeled the album as excessively sentimental. While Nancy Miller of Entertainment Weekly opined that the whole Earth Mama act is just opportunism reborn. Miracle debuted at number 4 on the Billboard 200 chart and no. One in Canada and was eventually certified platinum by the RIA. The Francophone album One Fee and Four Types One Girl and Four Guys released in October 2003. Fared better than her previous two releases and showed her trying to distance herself from the diva image. She recruited Jean-Jacques Goldman, Gildas Arzel, Eric Benzi, and Jacques Vanarusso with whom she had previously worked on two of her best-selling French albums Sils Suffice Demer and O. Labeled the album of pleasure by Diane herself, the album cover showed her in a simple and relaxed manner contrary to the choreographed poses usually found on her album covers. The album achieved widespread commercial success in France, Canada, and Belgium where it reached number one. In France, the album debuted at number one and was later certified two times platinum after selling over 700,000 copies. Critic Stephen Earlywine of AllMusic wrote that Dion's vocals were back at top of their game and that she was getting back to pop basics and performing at a level unheard in a while. Though her albums were commercially successful, they did not achieve the sales or the reception of her previous works. Her songs received less airplay as radio became less embracing of balladeers like Dion, Carrie, and Houston, and was focused on more up-tempo, urban hip-hop songs. By 2004, Dion had accumulated sales of more than 175 million albums worldwide and received the Chopper Diamond Award from the World Music Awards for her achievements. According to the official World Music Awards website, the award is rare. It is not presented every year, and an artist can be presented with the award only for selling over 100 million albums during their career. In early 2002, Dion announced a three-year, 600-show contract to appear five nights a week in an entertainment extravaganza, A New Day, at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, Las Vegas. This move was generally seen as risky. But journalist Miriam Nunzio wrote that it was one of the smartest business decisions in years by any major recording artist. Dion conceived the show after seeing O by Frank Odergone during her break from recording, and it premiered on the 25th of March 2003. In a 4,000-seat arena specifically designed for her show and modeled after the Roman Colosseum. Many stars attended the opening night including Dick Clark, Alan Thicke, Kathy Griffin, Lance Bass. 
and Justin Timberlake, who hosted the television special. The show, directed by Dragon and choreographed by the renowned Mia Michaels, was a combination of dance music and visual effects. It included Dion performing her biggest hits against an array of dancers and special effects. Reviewer Mike Weatherford felt that, at first, Dion was not as relaxed as she should be, and at times, it was hard to find the singer among the excessive stage ornamentation and dancers. However, he noted that the show had become more enjoyable over the course of its run. Because of her improved stage presence and simplified costumes the show was well received by audiences despite the complaints of expensive tickets it routinely sold out until its end in late 2007. Ticket prices averaged $135.33. According to Polestar, Dion sold 322,000 tickets and grossed 43.9 million United States dollars in the first half of 2005, and by July 2005, she had sold out 315 out of 384 shows. By the end of 2005, she grossed more than 76 million United States dollars, placing sixth on Billboard's Money Makers list for 2005. A New Day was the sixth biggest selling tour in the U.S. in 2006. Because of the show's success, her contract was extended into 2007 for an undisclosed sum. On the 5th of January 2007, it was announced that the show would end on the 15th of December 2007. With tickets for the period after October 2007 having gone on sale from the 1st of March. According to Billboard, A New Day is the most successful residency of all time. Grossing over 385 million United States dollars, 474.72 million dollars in 2019 dollars, and drawing nearly 3 million people to 717 shows. The Live in Las Vegas, A New Day DVD was released on the 10th of December 2007. In Europe and the following day in North America. On the 21st of May 2007, Dion released the French-language album Dells about them, which debuted at the top of the Canadian album charts. Selling 72,200 copies in its first week, it marked her 10th number one album in the SoundScan era and her 8th to debut at the top position. In Canada, the album has been certified two times platinum, and within the first month had already shipped half a million units worldwide. Dells also reached number one in France and Belgium. The first single, Et Sil Nenri State Coon, Sella La Beaning, and If There Was Only One Woman Left, I Would Be That One, debuted at the top of the French singles chart a month. Earlier, later that same year, she released the English album Taking Chances on the 12th of November in Europe and the 13th of November in North America. Her first English studio album since 2003's One Heart, it featured pop, R&B, and rock-inspired music. For this album, she collaborated with John Shanks and X7Essence guitarist Ben Moody, as well as Christian London, Pierre Astrum, Linda Perry, Japanese singer Yuna Ito, and R&B singer-songwriter Neo. Dion stated, I think this album represents a positive evolution in my career. I'm feeling strong, maybe a little gutsier than in the past, and just as passionate about music and life as I ever was. She launched her year-long worldwide Taking Chances tour on the 14th of February 2008 in South Africa, performing 132 dates in stadiums and arenas across five continents. The Taking Chances Tour was a great success in the United States, reaching the number one spot on the Billboard box score. Having sold out every concert in the US and Canada, in addition, she appeared on Idol Gives Back for a second year in a row. Dion was nominated for six Juno Awards in 2008, adding to her 53 previous nominations and all-time record. Her nominations included Artist of the Year, Pop Album of the Year for Taking Chances, Francophone Album of the Year for Dells and Album of the Year for both Taking Chances and Dells. The following year, she was nominated for three Juno Awards including the Fan Choice Award, Song of the Year for Taking Chances and Music DVD of the Year for Live in Las Vegas A New Day. 
On the 22nd of August 2008, Dion presented a free outdoor concert, mostly in French. On the plains of Abraham, in Quebec City, Canada, for the 400th anniversary of Quebec City. The celebration gathered approximately 490,000 people. The concert, called Celine Surless Plains, was released on DVD on the 11th of November 2008 in Quebec and was released on the 20th of May 2009 in France. Late October 2008 saw the worldwide release of a comprehensive English-language greatest hits album, My Love Essential Collection. In May 2009, Dion was named the 20th best-selling artist of the decade and the second best-selling female artist of the decade in the United States, selling an estimated 17.57 million copies of her albums there since 2000. In June 2009, Forbes reported that she earned $100 million during 2008. In December 2009, Polestar announced that she was the best-selling solo touring act of the decade and the second best-selling touring act of the decade behind only the Dave Matthews Band. She grossed $522.2 million during the decade, a large portion of that sum coming from her five-year residency at Caesars Palace. On the 17th of February 2010, Dion released into theaters a documentary film about her Taking Chances tour, titled, Celine, Through the Eyes of the World. The documentary shows behind-the-scenes footage of her both on stage and off stage, along with footage of her with her family as they travel the world with her. The distributor is the Sony Pictures subsidiary, Hot Ticket. The film was later released on Blu-ray and DVD on the 4th of May 2010, along with the CD, DVD, Taking Chances World Tour, the concert. At the 52nd Grammy Awards in February 2010, Dion joined Carrie Underwood, Usher, Jennifer Hudson, and Smokey Robinson to perform the song, Earth Song, during the 3D Michael Jackson tribute. In January 2010, the Los Angeles Times presented its annual list of the top 10 largest earners of the year, revealing that Dion took the top spot for the entire decade. With $747.9 million United States dollars in total revenue from 20 million 2009, the largest haul came from ticket sales totaling $522.2 million. Additionally, she was named Artist of the Decade in her native Canadian province of Quebec, announced by the Montreal-based newspaper Le Journal de Quebec in 2009 December. A public online survey asked responders to vote for whom they believe deserved the above-mentioned accolade. Furthermore, in a May 2010 Harris poll, Dion was named the most popular musician in the United States ahead of U2, Elvis Presley, and the Beatles while factoring in gender, political affiliations, geographic region of residence, and income. Specifically, she was the most popular musician in the female demographic, as well as among all Democrats, those who live in the eastern United States and southern United States and those who have incomes between States dollars and States dollars. In September 2010, she released the single, Voler, a duet with French singer Michel Sardou. The song was later included on Sardou's album. In addition, it was announced in October 2010 that Dion and composed a new song for Canadian singer Marc Dupre entitled, Entre Dermondis. In an interview with People magazine published in February 2010, Dion announced that she would be returning to Caesars Palace in Las Vegas for Celine, a three-year residency for 70 shows a year. Beginning the 15th of March 2011, she stated that the show will feature all the songs from my repertoire that people want to hear and will contain a selection of music from classic Hollywood films. To promote her return to Las Vegas, Dion made an appearance on the Oprah Winfrey Show on the 21st of February, during the show's final season, marking her record 27th appearance. In 2018, Billboard stated her residency Celine is the second most successful residency of all time.
for a record sixth time. She performed at the 83rd Academy Awards where she sang the song Smile as part of the ceremonies in memoriam segment. On the 4th of September, she appeared on the 2011 MDA Labor Telethon event and presented a pre-recorded performance of Open Arms from her new Las Vegas show. On the 1st of October 2011, the OWN Network premiered a documentary on Dion's life detailing the months before, during and after her pregnancy to the makings of her new Las Vegas show called Celine, Three Boys and a New Show. The documentary became the second highest rated show on TV OWN Canada. In October, FlightNetwork.com conducted a poll asking 780 participants which celebrity they would most like to sit next to on an airplane. Dion was the top favorite with 23.7% of the vote. Also, in September, she released the 14th perfume from her Celine Dion perfumes collection called Signature. On the 15th of September, she made an appearance at the free concert of world-famous tenor Andrea Bocelli. In Central Park in New York, in 2012, she performed at the 16th Jazz and Blues Festival in Jamaica. In October 2012, Sony Music Entertainment released the best of Celine Dion and David Foster in Asia. She began recording songs for her next English and French albums during April and May 2012. The French-language album, Samsa Tendre was released on the 2nd of November 2012, and was a smash success in all French-speaking territories, especially in France where it achieved diamond status. The English language album was postponed to the 1st of November 2013. Titled Loved Me Back to Life, it included collaborations with an exceptional team of songwriters and producers, including duets with Neo and Stevie Wonder. The lead single, Loved Me Back to Life, was released on the 3rd of September 2013. Dion embarked on the Sansa Tendre tour in November 2013 and performed in Belgium and France. Breakaway, Incredible, and Water in a Flame were chosen as next singles. The music video for Incredible was uploaded onto her official Vivo channel in early June 2014. On the 13th of August 2014, Dion announced the indefinite postponement of all her show business activities including her concert residency at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas and the cancellation of her Asia tour. Because of the worsening of her husband's health after he underwent the removal of a cancerous tumor in December 2013. However, on the 20th of March 2015, she announced that she would be returning to the Coliseum at Caesars Palace in late August 2015. On the 14th of January 2016, she cancelled the rest of the January performances due to her husband's and her brother's death from cancer. Dion resumed the residency on the 23rd of February to a sold-out crowd and rave reviews. In October 2015, Dion announced on social media that she had begun working on a new French album, posting a photo by the side of Algerian singer Zaho. Dion's French single, Encore Un Soir, was released on the 24th of May 2016. On the 20th of May, she released a cover of Queen's song, The Show Must Go On, featuring Lindsay Sterling on violin. She performed The Show Must Go On at the 2016 Billboard Music Awards on the 22nd of May and received the Billboard Icon Award presented to her by her son, Renee Charles Ankaliel, in recognition of her career spanning over three decades. The singer's new French album, Encore Un Soir, was released on the 26th of August 2016. It features 15 tracks performed in French and, according to the singer, has a personal choice of the song's more uplifting lyrics were chosen. Encore Un Soir topped the charts in France, Canada, Belgium and Switzerland and was certified diamond in France two times, platinum in Canada and platinum in Belgium and Switzerland. It has sold over 1.5 million copies worldwide. In 2016 and 2017, Dion toured Europe and Canada with two sold-out concert tours. On the 9th of September 2016, she released Recovering, a song written for her by Pink after Dion's husband Renee Angaliel died in January 2016. 
Dion also recorded How Does a Moment Last Forever for the Beauty and the Beast original motion picture soundtrack released in March 2017. Her compilation, Unputanus topped the chart in France in July and August 2017. On the 3rd of May 2018, she released the single Ashes from the film Deadpool 2. The remix version of the song topped the U.S. Dance Club Songs chart in July 2018. From June to August 2018, she toured the Asia-Pacific region and grossed $56.5 million from 22 shows. On the 24th of September 2018, she announced the end of her Las Vegas residency Celine, with the final date set for the 8th of June 2019. She is currently working on a new English album. In January 2019, she performed A Change Is Gonna Come at the Aretha, a Grammy celebration for the Queen of Soul, Franklin's tribute concert to be broadcast in March 2019. In March 2019, she was one of 11 singers from Quebec, alongside Jeanette Reno, Diane Dufresne, Isabelle Boulay, Luce Dufault, Louise Forrester, Lawrence Jalbert, Catherine Major, Ariane Moffat, Marie Denise Pelletier and Marie-Hélène Thibert, who participated in a supergroup recording of René Claude's 1971 single, Tu Trouveras La Paix, after Claude's diagnosis with Alzheimer's disease was announced. On the 3rd of April 2019, during a Facebook Live event, Diana announced her 2019-2020 Courage World Tour, beginning in Quebec City on the 18th of September 2019. She also announced a new English-language album of the same name, to be released later in November 2019. On the 18th of September 2019, Dion released three songs, Lying Down, Courage, and Imperfections, for her upcoming album, Courage, as well as the pre-release of the album which will be available on the 15th of November 2019. On the 26th of February 2020, Dion released two songs as exclusive Spotify singles. An acoustic version of Imperfections, and a cover of Chris Isaac's Wicked Game. Isaac joined Dion and sang vocals on the track. On the 10th of June 2020, Dion announced that her Courage World Tour will kick off again in 2021 after the tour was postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. That's the summary we can give you about Celine Dion's biography. We apologize if there are deficiencies or mistakes in the words we say. Don't forget to follow and share with your friends when we're here. Thank you and see you in the next episode.